Poem number 137. The Dreaming. Stage 1. The Gates. Are you really alive? Are you really awake? Is all this real, or might it be fake? Do you know for certain? Can you be sure in which domain you dwell either side of Dream's door? Let us propose to postpone pomp and pretense. Stop with the certainty. Admit self-synthesized sense. This world, whatever it be, confuses all the human race. We struggle to reason, just ruse to wear a brave face. For those who walk the borders between lands, beware. I've known people slip the line of neither here nor there. Traverse an edge long enough, who knows what you find. When the certain becomes stuff, you know not your own mind. Let us journey. The glory is always an adventure. To the initial question, which I felt brave to venture, of if we are in dream or dwell with the awake, I propose it matters not. Regardless, we shall undertake to shine. Let us make promises and favour, debts to be owed. Let us adventure so our subconscious struggles to lay road. Whichever world we find ourselves, let us still be proud. Let us prod dwell and delve, meet our destiny unbowed. Stage 2. The Passage The dreaming is not a difficult place to enter. You've probably done so yourself many a time. Any meaning or memory you must face to surrender, to protect everyone against dream crime. The dreaming is more fragile than you've been told. A single misstep and it'll break, usually seeming to occur just as the good bit takes hold. You suddenly find yourself awake. Those who are versed in passage can avoid this path. We've seen some shape dream to their will. They've rehearsed an age to hone their craft, weave reams and make seams with utmost skill. They always get the kiss before opening eyes, can always utter that last goodbye. For days they've waited in bliss where they lie. No sound say they but a sigh. Beware though, should you choose this path. Do not draw attention to your presence. The Lord of Dream enjoys a laugh. You should seek prevention from this circumstance. Tread soft, get the girl another time, fly low. There is much to offer a traveller in dream. Don't act aloft, being hasty is a crime, you know. Be aware from this storyteller not to blaspheme. Stage 3. Comfort. It is often the curse of life that we get too comfortable in our way. We're all versed in strife, too ameliorated with the day-to-day. Too easy to get a trifle too used to do tomorrow what you did today. See the same eye full of images emerging as if they're on the play. It is all too easy to turn to live a life that's sedentary. You must seize the day beyond guard like the sentry. Unlock the problem, the keys of the solution elementary. Lest you freeze sans delay, you must force your entry. Nowhere is this more true than when discussing your dreams. Nothing more sticky than glue than thrice failed schemes. To explore though, I implore you to live in new regimes and force into new ways of sleep, experience extra extremes. Do not fall into the same wish night on night. Do not stall when deciding to walk or take flight. You must know by now what is easy may not be right. You must show your courage, for strength is a fight. Stage 4. The Dreaming The road of silver goes on past fields of gold, just colours blocking in the landscapes. Now you've begun, curiosity will not hold, your desire for detail will escape. The dreaming is wondrous, but it cheats. It cannot hold such a fantastic world entire. The background is ingenious and repeats, woven together of wispy dream wire. The faces are only those you've met before, refreshed and switched so as to appear brand new, and everyone knows what you are here for, the guiding lines to steer and direct you. The path may be strayed from slightly. The dreaming by its nature can adapt and alter, yet the dream is played carefully and lightly, lest you make the architect of the world falter. You may draw attention from the creator as to exactly what path you are pursuing. The world is their invention and their strength greater. And now they've come to inquire what the hell do you think you're doing? Stage 5. 
sleep paralysis. It always starts the same way, with you waking up, your eyes slowly opening to your familiar ceiling. It's always too late when this happens, it wouldn't be scary otherwise. You turn to check exactly what the arrow is. Or, at least, you try to turn. You try again. No luck, your muscles are stiff, at least most of them are. Your heart, that small muscle, hammers against your ribs. Your mouth can't move, but the air is still just breathable. Sleep paralysis. The silent stiffness. And yet the dream still has you. In this state, you still hallucinate. Light flashes before you. You hear close-by noises that surely make you want to flinch. You feel creeping on your skin. You want to twitch so, so badly. They've let you just far enough into reality to make it real, but not far enough that you can escape. The punishment of lucid dreamers, of the lazy, of the slovenly, of those who do not take care to tread softly on new paths. Their solution to intruders who break after entering. Boy, do they make their revenge imaginative. I will leave you with this. You are in reality. Pull yourself towards it further. Waggle your tongue, look around, breathe deeply. They can't hold you entire, but mostly you must be more careful to not tread idly into the dream. These poems are loosely connected as a full dream, as an exploration into the world of dreaming and then coming out at the end and facing the punishments for delving too deep. It is very much inspired by both Neil Gaiman's Sandman and A Piece of Strange by the rap artists The Cunnilingists, that and Ornurology, which was their album about science of sleep and dreams. It's definitely something I think about a lot, is sleep and dreams, but I know it's not always the most interesting topic of conversation. And in fact, I think these poems work better as a whole, because individually I don't think either of them really say much of what I want it to. But together I do think they tell quite a cool story, and I think they're a bit more worthy as a collective piece. And I have had sleep paralysis, it does suck, and I have learned that locking my door, and knowing that I locked my door, was a way that I solved it, because I knew that the door couldn't open. So, weirdly, it's honestly not something I've had for quite a while. So, yay Harry for tricking my own brain.